This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night, and I am obsessed. Along with incredible shampoo and conditioner, they have an intensive repair treatment that you can use once a week. They also have a lightweight hair oil. There's a leave-in treatment and there's also a glossing detangler, which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair's too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at www.lolav.com slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L-O-L-A-V-I-E. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. <laughs> the mom room podcast my name is renee rena and i am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted i'm recording this episode in my office and not my closet so i have two little pomeranians walking around the house fucking tap dancing so if you hear them i apologize hopefully it doesn't come through on the microphone It just feels more comfortable in my office. There's a big window. I'm getting sunlight. I'm not, you know, crammed in a closet surrounded by clothes that I never wear. So this week's solo episode is about egocentrism and motherhood. A couple days ago, as I was driving Milo to daycare, I was listening to a podcast episode and they were talking about racism. And a piece of advice that they were giving listeners was if you're engaged in a conversation about racism, to put your ego away and to come to that conversation with empathy. When I heard that advice, I paused the podcast and drove in silence or in as much silence as possible with a toddler in the backseat. And I was just thinking about how that piece of advice could be related to other situations in life. So specifically for me, I was thinking about the whole breastfeeding and formula feeding conversations that have been going on on my social media. Because when I read people's stories that they send me with regard to breastfeeding or formula feeding or both, I always think to myself, how can people judge the choices that this mother has made based on her situation. And by her situation, I mean her physical health, her mental health, her emotional struggles, and even maybe her baby's physical health as well. And right now, and probably throughout this podcast, I'm going to be giving the examples of breastfeeding and formula feeding, but this can be applied to almost every freaking decision that moms or families have to make when they have a new baby. And I'll give some examples of those in a minute. So back to the podcast that I was listening to, when they gave that piece of advice, you know, put your ego away and come to the conversation with empathy... It made a light bulb go off in my brain and I was like, oh my God, this is what's happening with the mom community. 
moms are not coming from a place of empathy when they are hearing what another mom has decided to do or when they're faced with a situation where a mom is doing something differently than what they're doing. I think, and I posted about this on Instagram um, the other day, I had a post that said, you know, just because a mom is doing something differently than what you're doing, it does not mean that she thinks what you're doing is wrong or less than. It simply means that that one thing did not work for her and her family for whatever reason. But I think as moms, when we hear that someone else is doing something differently or someone even questions us um, on what we're doing or what we've decided, we get so defensive and that defensiveness can then create judgment or it can create hostility. So once I realized this and I was like, wow, this is a great way to kind of describe what's going on. Um, I, for the past couple days, have just been working through my thoughts and trying to figure out a way to best explain it on the podcast and in a blog post. So I will try and do that now. A typical definition of egocentrism is that the person who's being egocentric is perceiving the world and interpreting things from their own personal vantage point. What is a personal vantage point, you might ask? I'll give an example. If you think about your own viewpoint or your thoughts about breastfeeding, think about where those thoughts came from. I'll give the example of someone who is 100% pro-breastfeeding, breast is best kind of thinking. And keep in mind, this way of thinking, that's fine. If that's what you think, that is totally fine. I'm not saying it's not fine. But if someone does feel that way, let's break it down. Why might they be 100% for breastfeeding? This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. You guys know I have been very intentional with what we've been eating lately. I'm looking at protein, I'm looking at sugar content, and avoiding things like artificial ingredients or colorings. Milo used to always want pancakes or waffles in the mornings, and now he is getting into cereal, and I'm so excited because Magic Spoon is the perfect option. Their variety pack has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. They have zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of carbs per serving. They're made with wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes, and I'm just so happy that he's getting a good amount of protein before he goes off to school. And it's a great snack for me and my husband too, because 13 to 14 grams of protein in the cereal, now you add a high protein milk, you're set. That is such a high protein snack or meal. I should also mention that it is gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. So go to magicspoon.com slash momroom to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code momroom at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. So try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash momroom and use the code momroom to save $5. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. It is 2024. As busy parents, it's hard to completely overhaul our lives, but what we can do is make small changes that will make our lives easier. 
And that is where Little Spoon comes in. Their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Little Spoon offers baby blends, biteables, and plates. So baby blends is fresh, organic baby food. They have single ingredients, but also multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. Biteables make the transition to finger foods easy because they are cut perfectly to size, which promotes self-feeding. And of course, all the biteables are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. And then there are plates for your toddlers and your bigger kids. They are meals that are free of all the bad stuff. They taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. They have things like hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous things like pot stickers, gnocchi, and more. Little Spoon also has smoothies and build-it-yourself lunches. Did I mention it all comes right to your door? It is super flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. You can pick up the menu and change up what you order every single time. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You and your kids will love it. It's a huge win-win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. And we'll take it way back. So maybe their mom breastfed them and all their siblings. And that's just been a part of their narrative growing up. So if they were breastfed, that means, you know, their parents, their family is likely very supportive and on board with breastfeeding as well. So now they have almost like an external support system or people that are pressuring or, you know, moving them in a way that would be towards breastfeeding. So now when they get pregnant, of course, they're going to seek out resources that are promoting breastfeeding and that are all for breastfeeding. And they're getting educated on breastfeeding and further strengthening their beliefs about breastfeeding and their preference of breastfeeding and breast milk over formula. The physician, the OB, the midwife, whoever they're seeing is very pro-breastfeeding. You know, they go to lactation consultants before giving birth. They go to breastfeeding classes. Um, So they're totally prepared for breastfeeding. They know what to expect, um, what could go wrong, and they have a support system around them to help them navigate any difficulties that may come up. Now they have their baby, they start breastfeeding, everything's going well, the baby latches, they have minimal pain, they feel connected to their baby while feeding, and they're enjoying it. Perfect. Ideal situation. So this mom's personal vantage point when it comes to breastfeeding is obviously positive. Her personal experiences have been great. Her mental states surrounding breastfeeding are great. She enjoys it. Her goals prior to becoming pregnant and while pregnant were to breastfeed and she's meeting those goals. Her beliefs based on her education and growing up, you know, her beliefs are that breastfeeding is best for baby and for her. And her preferences to breastfeed and her bias is against formula. And I am by no means saying that everyone who breastfeeds has this experience. This is, I'm creating a very black and white example here. 
and most women probably fall into a gray area, but I'm just trying to make the point of how one person's experiences um, and, you know, not coming from a place of empathy when they speak to someone else or hear what another mom is doing can cause this vicious cycle of like defensiveness, judgment, shame, and anxiety for everyone involved. Okay, back to the pro breastfeeding mom. Everything seems perfect for this mom, right? Like what issues could she possibly have with regard to feeding her child anyways? Well, just living in our society today as a new mom is going to create almost like a confusion, a shame, a guilt, no matter what you do. So she breastfeeds in public and, you know, older ladies are giving her the hairy eyeball Or, you know, a store clerk asks her to cover up or go feed their baby in their nursing room at the back. She sees comments on social media about how, you know, breastfed babies aren't getting enough milk and they wake up more often at night. And, you know, they're not able to have a bond with their father because their father can't give them a bottle. And once it's time to wean them, it's going to be a nightmare and they'll never take to a bottle. Other moms in her mommy and me classes have, you know, commented that she should start thinking about weaning her child, even though she thought she would breastfeed for a lot longer. So we're constantly receiving these mixed messages that maybe don't align with our personal vantage point, which creates this confusion, this shame, this constantly questioning ourselves whether we're doing the right thing. So now instead of being totally confident in what she's doing for her family, even though it's working beautifully for her, she is confused and feels shame and is constantly questioning herself. And I'm giving this example of the mom that's breastfeeding, but I'll let you know that, you know, the mom that's formula feeding or the mom that is breastfeeding but supplementing with formula, no matter what we're doing, we're all feeling this same internal confusion and shame and guilt. Even though rationally, we might know that what we're doing is the best for our situation. We can't help but have that, you know, twinge of defensiveness when someone brings up what they're doing with their baby or suggests that you do something else or even simply asks if you're breastfeeding or formula feeding. You have this initial reaction of defensiveness, which I'm going to get to now. The thing about getting defensive is that it doesn't happen if you are totally confident in what you're doing. Now, as a new mom, rarely do we feel totally confident in what we're doing because we live in this society where information is being thrown at us from all different angles. We tend to listen less to ourselves and what we feel is right or our intuition. And ultimately, we don't feel totally supported, especially from the entire mom community. We don't feel supported in our decisions, which is a problem. So what happens when all of us kind of feel confused and not totally confident in our decisions that we're making as a mom? We get defensive as soon as another person even looks at us. And I would love it if moving forward, if you feel defensive in a situation, you know, your mother-in-law says something, one of your friends says something, instead of reacting or, you know, thinking negative thoughts about that person and what they're doing. Um, It's not a competition. 
try and sit with yourself and understand why you had that defensive reaction. And you'll probably find that it's because you're not totally secure or confident in whatever topic you guys are talking about. So this could be co-sleeping versus not co-sleeping. This could be breastfeeding versus formula feeding. This could be sleep training versus not sleep training. This could be, I let my child watch TV and you don't let your child watch TV. This could be, my child goes to daycare and your child doesn't go to daycare. It could be baby-led weaning versus purees. Literally fucking everything. And the real kicker about all this shit is that when you actually look at the research, none of this shit matters. And just as a side note... People ask me all the time about my thoughts on screen time, and I'm going to have an episode about that. I did write a blog post about it, but the short form is that screens are not the problem. The problem is the lack of other positive things that the child is missing out on. So interacting with parents, getting outside, physical activity, that kind of stuff. So Paw Patrol is not a problem. It's the lack of other things that's the problem. Okay, back to everyone being confused and fucking shaming and feeling guilty about whatever they're doing, even though it's totally fine. So with everyone feeling this way, it makes us defensive when someone else questions what we're doing, asks us what we're doing, or even fucking looks at us when we pull out a bottle of formula. We instantly get defensive and have a negative reaction inside of us or we could even, you know, verbalize something negative, which is what I've seen a lot of on social media with the breastfeeding and the formula feeding stuff. It's like people would just go on attack, you know, instead of just being like, oh, yes, either option could work for different people in different situations. It's like, no, we're on fucking attack because everyone is defensive. And why do we get defensive? Because none of us are confident in our choices and what we're doing. And why aren't we confident in what we're doing? Because we're sent so many mixed messages uh, about everything related to being a mom. But also we get defensive And we get, you know, upset when somebody says they're formula feeding instead of breastfeeding because we're looking at their situation with our ego as opposed to looking at someone else's situation with empathy. So looking at it with our ego means, you know, that that mom who was 100% breastfeeding, everything's going well. She can't put herself in someone else's shoes and understand why someone else would choose formula and not breastfeeding or even vice versa. Like this goes both ways. It seems to me that so many moms and especially new moms, because we're all going through these struggles, have a very difficult time acknowledging or understanding why someone else might choose something different. So instead, we're making assumptions about what their situation looks like and what they're experiencing. And we assume it's the same as ours because we're unable to see it any other way. Alternatively, if we came from a place of empathy and we really listened to another mom, we really tried to understand their situation, their experiences, their struggles, their preferences, then maybe we would understand why they are doing something different than us. And I truly think that if you're confident in your choices, 
then you don't have a defensive reaction when someone is doing something differently than you or someone prefers something that you aren't doing. And you're also able to entertain someone else's point of view. So you listen to them, their experiences, what they're doing, and you may be willing to adopt something they say or change your thoughts about something. You know, you're open to what they're saying. You're not closed off and, you know, spit out this defensive reaction. That is what being confident is. So you can think of confidence as not being rigid, but being flexible and listening to people and then taking what you want from what they said, acknowledging what they're saying and leaving what you don't agree with and understanding that people can have different thoughts because everyone has had different experiences, different education, different training, different feelings, different families growing up. Like we all have these different views and to look at someone and say, no, you're wrong. Breastfeeding is right. I can't believe you're not doing that for your child. You must be an inferior mom, especially compared to me, is insane. Like that's actually insane. But we're all having these feelings because we're all fucking confused and feel guilt and shame and are lacking confidence when it comes to these decisions that we're making. I want to recommend a podcast for everyone that, you know, kind of goes along with what I'm saying. It's not related specifically to moms, but she has amazing information and that is called Unfuck Your Brain. Like what a title. That's amazing. And it's by Kara Lowenthal. I'll put this information in the episode notes, but it is episode 80 and it's called Judgment Versus Curiosity. And it is phenomenal advice for everyone to listen to. It's only like a 12-minute episode, so just do yourself a favor, go listen. My hope is that everyone can be a little bit more confident in the choices that they're making for their baby and for their family, and as a result, have less shame, less guilt, less confusion about these choices, and then the level of defensiveness that comes between mom versus mom with regard to all these different topics will disappear and this vicious back and forth cycle will die and we'll be able to approach other moms and other families with empathy as opposed to our ego and when we're having a conversation with someone about something baby related we're not coming from a place of wanting to evaluate what that person is doing. Just listen instead. Listen, try and understand, come from a place of empathy, be open, and at the same time, be confident in what choices you've made and understand why you've made those choices. I often get comments from people on social media that say, I don't know how you put yourself out there like this. Like people are so mean and judgmental and that's very true, but it really doesn't affect me. And I think the reason why is because I am so confident in what my husband and I are doing with Milo and our choices. And part of my goal for what I do, the social media, the podcast, my blog, and hopefully upcoming book is I want other moms to feel the same way that I do and to be able to have conversations with one another without judgment, without shaming, 
and really to end the mom versus mom stuff because until I became a mom, I didn't realize how cutthroat people are about these different topics. Like, whoa. And again, I'll just say, if someone is, you know, being defensive, uh, lashing out at you or, you know, judging things that you're doing and just not coming from a place of empathy or being supportive, it is likely because they have their own issues with shame and guilt and being confused about the choices that they're making. So keep that in mind. Let's just all be supportive and listen to each other's experiences, try to understand one another, and I think becoming a new mom could be a lot less stressful for everyone involved. Honestly, we have enough shit to deal with. Like, why do we make it even more difficult on ourselves by being a problem to other moms? Stop it. So that is the podcast episode for today. It's a little bit shorter than usual, but that's fine. I think I got my points across. If you want to read more about this topic, I did write a blog post about it. I will put that link in the episode notes as well. Definitely go listen to that Unfuck Your Brain episode. It was episode 80. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please rate and review this podcast wherever you are listening to it and also subscribe, of course. You can find me on Instagram and on TikTok at the.mom.room. My blog is renearena.com. Have a great day or night, whatever it is, and I hope your children sleep tonight. Let's do, let's do, let's do.